Praise the Lord. We have any prayer requests? Any other prayer requests? the perfect Okay, let's go to the Lord, believing that he's going to answer all of our prayers. Father, in your name, Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We glorify you. We lift your mighty name on high, Lord. Lord, we just want to praise you right now, God. Lord, we lift you up right now, Lord Jesus, God. We magnify your name today, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. You're so good, Lord. You're so good to us, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name in this place today, God. Oh, we worship you right now, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to your name, Jesus. We surrender all to you right now, Lord. We magnify your name right now, Lord. Oh, you're so good to us, Jesus. For all the things, Lord, that you've done for us, Lord. We give you praise and glory and honor right now, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We ask that you just touch all those that are sick right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Touch their bodies right now, Lord. Lord, right now, touch, touch Christina right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Alexis right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Uplift them right now in your name, Father. All sickness right now, God, that's within their body, Lord. Complete recovery right now, Lord. Lord, right now in your name, Jesus, Lord, we ask that you just touch, Lord, the Curtis family, Lord Jesus, Lord, as they travel, Lord Jesus, God. Lord, keep them safe, Lord, in all things, Lord. Lord, let them be a minister unto you and everywhere they go, Lord. Let your presence be there right now, God. Touch Serena right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Lord, let her put her mind upon you, Lord. Lord, right now, God, let her put everything in your hands, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, touch the test, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, give her the remembrance, Lord, of all the things that she's learning, Lord. 
Lord, be a glory unto you, Lord God, and all things that she does, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we glorify you, Lord. We just praise your mighty name, Jesus, Lord. Touch all those that are backslidden, those, those that are lost, Lord. Those that couldn't be here today, Lord. Strengthen them right now in your name, Jesus, God. Oh, we thank you and we glorify you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. We say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are there any testimonies? <laughs> Any testimonies? No? Okay, let me grab this then. I guess I could. Oh, who else? Oh. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Let me clap too because there's only four of us here, so make me make it louder, you know. That clap like a baby, and maybe the spirit of God will take over. Yeah. Any uh, any other testimony? No. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> Leah has one. Uh, well, uh, tonight I just want to take a little bit of time and talk about something that I titled "Wait," and uh, um, it's it it, it it's a. Uh, uh, it's interesting how God will give you stuff that, you know, um, is very simple, but as he expounds upon it, it, it amazes me how, how much God shows us, especially when we start learning certain things. Because the beginning scripture we have tonight is Isaiah 40 and 31, and most of us know that one. But, um, uh, and as I get to it, we'll, we'll talk about it and things like that. But it, it's something that, us as Christians, we need to understand that we need to wait. We need to wait on the Lord. And, and um, you know, uh, I believe that there are several of us that are in a place of learning to wait. And what wait means, it means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. And that's why uh, I, when I think about that, I think when I think about the definition that it says that I think about the song uh, Spirit Breakout and at the part where it talks about at the very end, the last part of it, where it says, don't want to move. I will stay here until you change me because I need you. Um, that's one of those things that always God always placed upon my heart, my mind, that when we sing that and when we're saying that, that we just need to wait. Don't do anything that you need to stay in the place 
wherever it is that God's called you to be at so that we, let him move, let him do the things that we don't have to do anything different, that we're just waiting for him. Uh, uh, this is what God is teaching us about is waiting. And we don't move, don't do anything, but just wait. And that is what we're called to do. And learning to wait can be hard if you're someone that is busy or someone that doesn't do anything. But waiting is a crucial piece of your of your walk in faith with the Lord. God showed, shared with me. And, uh, um, you know, the devil is trying to make people of the, make the people of God doubt him, doubt God. And and he tries to cause doubt by you seeing not a lot of motion. Like, for instance, like if God is doing something, uh, we don't see him necessarily doing anything. So we try and do something ourselves, try and make it happen. We uh, we call, uh, you know, so uh, the enemy, what he tries to do is that he starts to talk in your ear and tell you how that's not real, how God's not going to perform. God's not going to do what he asked, what you asked of him, um, uh, all those things. But this will cause you to not want to wait on the Lord. And it makes you to believe that God isn't going to answer you. Um, I have many testimonies in my life where I can say, unfortunately, where I can see where the enemy has tried to create doubt in waiting on the Lord. When we see God is doing something, then we become encouraged and we get strengthened in the Lord. But anytime uh, I, I don't see the outcome I want, the devil is always there just in, your, in my ear telling me, see, that's not how it's going to happen. That's not going to work like that. It's not going to, you're not going to get the outcome that God wants for you. And what I have recognized and what God has shown me throughout the years is that as long as I trust in him and wait on him, everything is going, his perfect will is going to be in that, just in me waiting. So like, uh, I, I, I give you a, a testimony. I remember there was a time where, uh, we, Paulette and I, we were, uh, poor. We still poor, but not as poor, you know. Um, but we were in a situation where we had like uh, our bills were more than what we were able to pay out or to receive and stuff like that. So one of the things that I remember what was happening is, is that the enemy would try and attack Paulette to uh, uh, doubt, you know, and because we don't see any money. Our bank accounts are still low and the things that are happening is that it, it, it wasn't, you know, like, um, and mind you, this was probably, let's see, we've been married almost 20, it, this was about 23 years ago. And we were, uh, <laughs> we were, uh, we were, uh, in, in a situation where we needed money. And we really, really were destitute. We had a situation. But in me, I had this feeling of, God, we're going to make it. Whatever it is, it's going to happen. God's going to do it. And once Paulette started getting a little shaky, it also made me a little shaky. And once I started proclaiming that, no, God's going to do it. God's going to perform. He's going to move. He's going to do this great thing. That very day. God gave us a check of like, you know, $700. Now, probably like today with the recession and everything, that would have been like, you know, $2,500 or whatever, you know. But he gave us like $700 right then and there. And 
let me tell you, we were praising God. We opened up the mail and it was like, literally, God just gave us this money out of nowhere. But it was a situation where we had to wait. We had to be obedient to whatever God was telling us. And we had to wait and God performed. He moved. And in that, we know that the enemy will try to cause you to doubt the Lord. And in uh, Isaiah, it's Isaiah 40 and 31, it says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up as wings as eagles and they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that when they, they that wait upon the Lord, this means to bind together, perhaps by twisting, that is to collect figuratively, to, ex, uh, to expect, um, to gather together, to look patiently, tarry, wait upon, um, to expect, to look patiently. So we are to bind together, collect, to expect, to look patiently, tarry, stay longer than intended, delay uh, leaving a place, wait or uh, wait or wait for the Lord. Is what the Bible is saying. So when we wait on the Lord, so when we do this, that we're gathering and collecting all the evidence of what the Lord can do. So he, God is teaching us in this waiting period to just trust in him. This is like, if you remember, that what you should do is you should be remembering all the testimonies of the Lord coming through for you. All the times that he came through for you. All the time that he was that he was making a way for you. We've had multiple testimonies of where God has came through for us, how he rescued us, how he delivered us, how he restored us, how he answered us. And God is telling us to when we're in this process or in that time of waiting that we're to recall that and collect that time and remember those times when he rescued you when he delivered you, when he restored you, when he answered your prayers. God is telling us to gather all the evidence of him coming through for us. When we wait, it is like we are gathering all of, of how we should trust in him. Uh, think of, uh, of waiting on the Lord as you're building a case to prove how good God is in your life. Like, uh, 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 like you're, uh, if you've seen, I'm sure, I don't know why in my mind I want to say Matlock, and I've never seen Matlock ever. But it's probably just, you know, over the years of hearing Bishop call it Matlock or, you know, Columbo or anything. But there's so many people, you, I, I can say, Monk or anybody, where they use clues to pull together. Things like that to where they building a case of evidence against somebody or for somebody to help protect. See, uh, uh, you, this should be your defense mechanism. When you're in a place of where you're waiting on the Lord, you should be building a case of how good God is in your life. You should be looking at all the evidence of how God has never left you how he's always protected you, how he's always provided for you, how he's done this, however he's healed you, whatever it is. And when you're waiting on him, you should be remembering those testimonies to make sure that you're going to be, uh, that God is going to perform. See, that's why when the Bible says, when you wait upon the Lord, he, he shall renew their strength. 
that he'll mount you up as eagles, uh, wings as eagles, and they shall run and they shall not be weary, and they shall walk and they shall not faint. Well, if you don't wait on the Lord, none of those things can happen. He can't give you those things. See, the beautiful thing about this is if you're waiting on the Lord, then while you're doing this, your faith is going to grow. You will be stronger. You are going to be uplifted. You're going to gain stamina and not be tired and you won't quit. All while you're waiting on him. These are things that if you aren't doing those things, then you should know this, that you're not going to be strong. You're, 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 uh, uh, you're going to miss out on his strength. And I don't know about you, but I need his strength. I need to have Jesus helping me all the time. See, if I don't understand, if I don't, then I understand that I'm going to quit. I'm not going to make it through. I'm, I, it's like I'm cutting off the oxygen of my head and I will limp around and go to the ground and I will die. See, then it goes on to explain that if when we're in, if we if we are not waiting on the Lord, then we will not have this type of strength. We will not have we will not mount up on wings as eagles, and we will not run and not be weary. Uh, we will we will not walk and we will faint. I don't know about you, but in everything, more than anything, if I need to run this race. I need Jesus. I need to I, I need to uh, build a case to understand that God is not going to let me just go. He's not going to let something bad happen to me. He's not going to be in a posi- I'm not going to be in a position to where I'm worse off. Whatever God's will is for my life, that's what I want. Even though it may be uncomfortable, even though it may seem like it's not going the way that I want it to. But I know it's all going to work out for his good, for his glory. See, we need to run this race and we need to let God be the one that is helping us. See, we have too many Christians that have decided to not wait on the Lord and which this causes them to quit altogether. Uh, uh, They didn't they didn't they didn't wait on God. So now they can't have everything else that comes along with waiting. They don't have the renewing of his strength. They're not uplifted in the Lord. They're not running in the Lord. They're quitting. They're now quitting. See, uh, 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 they, they lost the stam- stamina because they learned, they never learned to wait. They never learned to wait. You decided to make things happen in your own life. See, uh, that's the issue that I see is that a, a lot of uh, Christians aren't willing to be taught how to wait or more importantly, that they don't want to learn how to wait because they have a way that's better to them. Uh, Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. See, we should be taught to wait. And when we are, we won't, the Bible says that when we're taught to wait, we won't be ashamed, but the but have truth. And we will have, we will know the ways of the Lord and we will gain integrity. Uh, uh, um, Psalms 23, three through five and 21, it says, yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach and teach me. 
for thou art God of myself, art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. In verse 21, it says, let integrity, uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. See, David talks about how uh, those that wait on the Lord won't be ashamed and they uh, and that they they should be shown his ways and taught his path. And he is asking to be led into his truth and be taught all of the way to do to, uh, to, to have uh, uh, that is to wait on the Lord. So God is letting us know that waiting on the Lord is a part of learning him and his ways. So God is teaching us something when we're going to learn to wait. If you're not, then you're going to find yourself in a position where, uh, well, then later on it says that in the later on in the chapter, it says that let the integrity of the uprightness preserve him. And again, it says for us to wait on thee. This means that David isn't just out there doing what he wants. He's not out there just making his own way, but he is saying God, I am waiting on you. As a matter of fact, I'm asking you to lead me into your truth and teach me. Teach me your ways. And I'm in need of your teaching. Uh, uh, we don't always see what we're going through as something that we are, are in need of teaching, of something that we're in need of learning. But when we're going through something like that, when we're going through whatever it is, when, when, when we're waiting, when we're in a position where we're to be a uh, 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 Binding together on collecting all the evidence so that way God can be God in our lives. And we recognize that God is is already going to do the same things that he did in the past. That when we're going through that and we're waiting on the Lord, that we're learning something of God. God is teaching us how to wait on him. See, we're always quick to blame the enemy and say, God, take this away from me. But. We should be saying, Lord, teach me, God. Lord, I'm waiting. Whatever this is, God, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to wait. I'm collecting all the evidence. I already know. No, I see that the enemy is trying to get me to be discouraged. I see that things aren't necessarily working in the way that I wanted to. But that doesn't mean that it's not working in my favor. Doesn't mean that you're not moving. That's why we sing the song Waymaker. Because we know that God is going to provide a way. That even though we don't see it, we know he's working. We know he's doing great things. So as we're in that waiting process, God is now teaching us some things. Okay, now I, I, I get it, Lord. No, I, I, first of all, one of the things that I can always say is that when God is teaching in a, in a, in a waiting period, that he's showing us how we're obviously to be patient. Because a lot of times we want to try and make something happen that is not of God's will. And sometimes you'll go out and you'll do some things and you find out, well, that wasn't God. And sometimes you'll sit and you'll wait and then you eventually see how God was moving. But you're learning in that time frame. See, uh, God is looking for to teach us to wait and to not give up. Uh, David says again that I waited patiently, that I waited patiently for the Lord and he heard my cry. In Psalms 40 and 1 says I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and he heard my cry. If we wait on the Lord, he is going to answer. Remember, 
We are waiting on God. It, this isn't too hard. All we need to do, we already know what he's capable of. And all we need to do is just wait on him. So when you're in a situation where you need money, you just wait on the Lord. When you're in a situation where you need healing, you just wait on the Lord. Because remember, there comes some strength along the way. There comes some stamina along the way. There comes some uh, uh, perseverance along the way. All you need to do is just wait. He's teaching you some things. He's building you up. He's, go he's going to do this for you as long as you decide to wait. We have to make sure that we're willing to be taught, though. More importantly, we have to keep what we've been taught before. Uh, I, I, I know we've heard this a lot of times that um, we go through a test. Sometimes we go through a trial or a tribulation, and uh, it's like we're going through the same thing over and over again. And what I've learned in my life is, is that when that same thing is happening over and over again, that must mean I didn't pass the test. That when this situation looks familiar before, there must have been some level of faith that I didn't operate in before that God is trying to now get me to learn out of it now. So uh, it's important that you keep the thing or I forgot it. That I, it's important that you keep what God has already taught you. Um, in Psalms 37 and 34, it says, wait on the Lord and keep his way and he shall exalt thee and, 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 to, and to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. God wants to exalt us, but we have to keep his way. We have to stop acting like we don't know what God has for us and stop being so impatient just because we feel uncomfortable. See, uh, there, is a, there is a learning lesson for us to when we're uncomfortable a lot is that we're to cry out to the Lord and talk to the Lord and give it to him. And as we're learning those things and as we're uncomfortable, that we are now in a position where God's going to be inclined to hear us. Because just like your child, if your child is uncomfortable or is, is, is uh, in a position where you know that they are uh, uh, not necessarily uh, um, uh, okay, for instance, like if your, your child is, is stuck in something, you're going, if you have the ability, you're going to do everything you possibly can to get them out of it. If you're, especially if you have a young child, a young person that is, that you know that, that you can't do this yourself. So you're going to help them. That's how God sees us in our situation. No, he's going to help us. All we need to do is just ask him, just wait on him. He's going to take care of it. But we have to understand that when we're uncomfortable, that there is a learning lesson in that. And as we become uh, 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 more uncomfortable, that God is now shaping you and teaching you how to be more conformable to him. Because when we are when we conform to Christ, then we know that our flesh is going to die and we're going to be more like Christ. He isn't allowing that pressure for you to doubt, but it is for you to call on the Lord and to be taught and to be strengthened in the, in, in the Lord. In Psalms 27 and 14, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. 
God is telling us again here, and he's explaining, uh, David's the one that's explaining is that God is telling us to wait for him for our own good because he wants to help us. He wants us to not be weary and to not give up. We need to be grounded in this life. God is trying to make sure that you are secure in him and that there's nothing, nothing will come in your way and try to convince you to be focused on anything else but him and his way. Uh, Colossians 1 and 23, it says, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled and be not moved away from the, the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard and which ye have, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, made a minister. See, Paul, it, it says, if, if you continue in the faith, which means to remain in the faith, to be stay grounded, settled, well balanced and sensible and immovable, uh, steadfast and and not move away from the hope of the gospel, then you're going to be OK. You're going to be all right. This means that you when you are taught of what the word says about something, that you are well balanced and sensible and immovable on. it. So when God gives you something and you learn it, that you are steadfast and strong on what the word is saying. It's just like what Minister Camille was explaining to us about how the people were basically, you know, uh, teaching, trying to teach people how to uh, uh, speak in tongues with baby talk and all that foolishness. But when you're grounded in the truth, that means nothing to you. You can see those things. You can identify it and recognize the foolishness of those things because you're grounded and you're settled in what God has already showed you and what the truth of the word God says. This means that you are taught of what God's word says and that you're well balanced and sensible and immovable on it. God wants us to not move away of what we've already known that is true in the word. God is going to build up your endurance. He wants to make you, you last in this race. But remember, in order for that to happen, we have to wait. We have to be taught. And we have to not be weary or, 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 or faint or quit or give up. God is trying to get you ready for this race. And he wants to build up your endurance to finish strong. But if you keep doubting him, you won't make any progress and you can't be grounded in him. We have to stay steadfast, be steadfast in the faith, having our uh, complete trust in him and being strong with him. First uh, Corinthians 6. 16 and 13 says, watch ye stand fast in the faith, quit ye like men and be strong. Uh, uh, and first Corinthians 16 and 13, the amplified version, it says, be alert and on your guard, stand firm in your faith, your conviction, uh, uh, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, keeping the trust and holy fervor born of faith. And part of it, act like men and be courageous, grow in strength. God wants our faith to grow in him and stand strong on him by our relationship with him. And the way that we do that is by waiting. If we just wait on the Lord and trust in him and continue, then he's going to pull us up. He's the one that's going to give us the endurance. He's the one that's going to make us strong. God makes sure that you are spiritually strong and endure to endure this race. 
That there's many things that if you just trust in him, if you just wait on him, if you just uh, 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 pull the evidence together, the things that God has already done, you are already going to know, God, you're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. I don't have to worry about what this looks like. I don't. I, I know that this is a test. I know that this is something that I may be going through. But now, God, I'm called to wait on whatever you said, and that's what I'm doing. I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. Matter of fact, I'm not moving until you move, God. See, uh, he doesn't care about your physical body, but if you have faith, he can take take you further than you've ever been in your entire life. God is more interested in your faith and your your obedience to his word. In 1 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, it says, If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus, Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But Refuse profane and old wives' fables and exercise thyself rather unto, unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Praise the Lord. The word is saying that we need to be good servants of the Lord. But the part that I really want to pay attention to is that we need to be uh, it's talking about where it talks about being nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. See, uh, this is what it takes to be a good minister, a good servant of the Lord. It goes on to say to refuse and avoid profane, impure, godless fictions and stories and train yourself to godliness. Though your, your physical body profits little. But godliness, your spiritual training, is profitable in all things. Now, I thank God for that because this physical body training in that is not working as well. But the spiritual, yes, that too, that too. But the spiritual, the spiritual things that God is doing, the, the, the godliness the part, the part where you're uh, um, no longer focused on the carnal, but focused on the spiritual. Now that profiteth all things. That's what I'm looking for. That's the promise that is now unto uh, to, that is uh, unto us, and that is which, which is to come. See that I want to be in my life. I want that spiritual to profit all things in my life. That spiritual training. When I'm praying and when I'm asking God, when I'm having a relationship with God and he's telling me the most intimate things in my own life and the other people's life. That is what I'm talking about. How to operate the way amongst his people to go into and from in the, this world to operate the way that the spirit of God tells me to do. That's what he's talking about. Because that is profitable to all things. Now, I want to get this straight. He's not telling you not to exercise. He is telling you, but this, the spiritual aspect of things is what I'm looking for. That's the peace in your life that's going to make a difference. That's the peace in your life that's going to help you. God is trying to keep us focused on the goal at hand. And we know that that is making heaven. Uh, Don't focus on the carnal, but the spiritual. He is telling us to focus on being the minister, the servant of God that you're called to be. 
A good minister is one that is nourished up in the words of faith. He will make sure that you learn his ways. All you need to do is just wait. Just wait on the Lord. He will give us his strength. We will be uplifted. God is going to give us his stamina. And God will teach us his ways. And just need to, or all we need to do is just have faith in him. And we will be grounded in him. See, we have to make sure that no matter what, that we're always grounded in Jesus. Because if we're not grounded in Jesus, then we can be the trick to anything. The devil will trick you and make you think that you're acting like Christ, but you're acting like a bigger devil than you could ever be. See, God is trying to get us to understand some things that when we're learning from him and we're operating like him and we are waiting on him, that now we're collecting all the evidence that we possibly can and we're creating a case for God to be God in our lives. That we know that we have a, a, a defense that's always going to win. We thank God. We praise God. I thank him for understanding how to wait on him. Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We give you glory and honor in all things, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that the times, Lord, that it seems like uh, the uncomfortableness in my life, Lord, that it's just a waiting period, Lord. That when, it, when I can wait on you, Lord, that I know, Lord, that you're going to renew my strength. Lord, that you're going to give me a certain level of stamina that I won't be able to stop, God. Lord, I'll never quit, Lord, as long as I'm waiting on you, Jesus. Lord, I can run, Lord, further than I could ever be in my own life, Lord. Lord, I can walk further, Lord, than I could ever walk in my own life, Lord. Lord, it's only you, Jesus, Lord. When I'm waiting on you, Lord, Jesus, Lord, I'm binding together, Lord, all of the evidence that you've told me, Lord, all the things, all the miracles, all the healings, Lord, all of the, the, the situations that you've done in my life, Lord, to prove yourself to be true, Lord, that I can just wait on you, Jesus. More than anything, when I'm waiting, I'm expecting you, Lord, to move, God. Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for teaching, Lord, Teaching us your ways, God. Lord, let us keep your ways, Lord. Let us remember your ways, God. Lord, when we're uncomfortable, that we come unto you, Jesus. That we cry out to you, Lord. And Lord, and more importantly, Lord, that we are operating and exercising godliness in our life, Jesus. Lord, we want your stamina, Lord. We want your strength, Jesus. We want to be taught of your ways, Lord. So that way we can have faith in you in all things. We thank you and we glorify you. Keep us grounded in your ways, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. We say amen.